What's up, Joes? And welcome to another episode of the Average Joes MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan and Rafael Chidez. What's going on, Jeff? <laughs> I appreciate the finger gun. I appreciate bang, bang. bang, bang. What's going on, man? How you doing? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Just mourning another loss of a legend. Yeah, we lost Jim the Anvil Nightheart. Yep. Rest in peace, Jim the Anvil. R.I.P. Uh, Jim. How much? How much of his career did you get to watch? A lot, actually, because uh, I caught the end of the original Heart Foundation run. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't born for the original Foundation run. I was, I was born in '88. It started in '85. Yeah, I caught I caught like the end of it ish, and then. Um, I remember Jim teamed up with Owen for the new foundation. For the right? new foundation, and I think he was teamed up with uh, Coco Beware at some point too. And then they they brought it. He did come back for the reformation. Yeah, ninety seven. Yeah, he came back in the attitude era. Right? The attitude oh. area. Yeah. Um, that, that's when I really remember Jim the Anvil. That's when I saw him the most. Jim had and some runs. Went back and watched. Yeah. He had some runs. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. He had some runs in WCW too, that I that mm-hmm. I watched, but nothing spectacular. He floundered as a singles wrestler. Yeah, I think the highest he came to was uh, U.S. champion in or USA champion in CWA Continental Wrestling Association and an NWA promotion. Which at that time was the highest of its prestige for pro wrestling, but right. you know, after that he jumped to WWF, and then him and Brett eventually started tagging. Yeah, but Brett wasn't—he wasn't really—he wasn't Brett the Hitman Hart, was he? No, no, they were when they even when they broke up, like the the Hart Foundation. Brett was still kind of mid card, like thrown into that possible intercontinental champion mold but like brett was definitely the the technician mm-hmm. that he was um <clears throat> when so, he became a singles wrestler but he just they adapted a little bit more of the tag team shit in it you know they had a, a tag team move i think like jim would scoop him up and brett would do like a little elbow off the top rope maybe into a backbreaker i can't remember yeah it's funny that you say that because I was talking right now. I just did an episode where I talked about Jim the Anvil. And I was talking about how the, in this era, the tag teams don't use combination tag moves or they don't highly weigh them as much as they used to nah. back in this era. And uh, so this is Brett before he was Brett the Hitman, right? So he came into this as Brett Hart yeah. into the Hart Foundation. He might because have. Because I. From what I read, they were trying to give him some kind of phony gimmick. They were kind of trying to give him like a cowboy gimmick that he didn't want. Yeah, and this was his idea that it took him a little bit to kind of embrace. Yeah, they tried it. Well, I can't remember what it was. So like. I'm not like I'm not sure because I was young and I well I wasn't even born, but I wasn't sure if like this is what after he broke up with Jim the Anvil if he was. No, no, they were calling. Him. No, when he when they were in the Heart Foundation, it was it was the pink and black and the sunglasses mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, that. No, they definitely but, had that. But were they calling him the Hitman or was that persona afterwards? Yeah, it, no, it came in. In you know, it, it, the hit, it was the hitman and the, the it was the hitman and the anvil. 
It's so, kind of like the Hardys, right? How they came in as brothers and they kind of developed into their own thing, which eventually more emo-esque for the the era. Yeah. Because these guys came in with their pink and then kind of adapted it more to the pink and black. But, like, but they, I remember, they came in as heels. I remember, yeah, they were heels coming in and there was even like the – they wore blue and black, like tealish blue um, back in the early days at one, uh, in some matches too. Like uh, I think it was either Demolition or them wrestling LOD or something. They're wearing like teal and black. It's weird. It's weird as fuck to see. But, <clears throat> yeah, I remember like – he was Hitman still in the tag team stuff because um, I remember, like, they would have Hitman and Anvil on their uh, tights, like the words and shit, so. Yeah, and it's funny because, he, like you mentioned, it wasn't, not that he didn't have it, but it wasn't the technical Bret Hart that we see. He didn't even perform a sharpshooter in the matches I went to go see of the Hart Foundation. It was more a tag team combination that led into yeah. a pin. Yeah, <clears throat> I went back and I watched uh, uh, the Hard Foundation versus the Brainbusters in '89 SummerSlam. Yep, which that's SummerSlam great. is coming up, so that's why I kind of did it for full heel. It's great. They had a badass. Yeah, it's a great match, dude. It's a great fucking match. Two really Two good technical team. Well, Hall of Famers. Hall- is is Anvil in the Hall of Fame? Not that Red I know it. of, unless unless. Uh, like the heart foundation as a whole went in mm-hmm. but i don't think that's happened. i don't think that's happened i don't even know if bulldogs in the hall of fame i think he is is he i think he might be mm, i might be wrong i think that's one of them that they want i think i might be wrong on that one i don't know if they're waiting for permission so they can get the whole heart foundation at once since yeah they're know. all passed but I don't know. owen's wife is not She's not letting up on that. I mean, I got. I can see her. Mm-hmm. I'm not blaming I mean, her. You're right, right, right. He gets. It's hard. It's just. But yeah, I, he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. He does. He absolutely does. And the heart, and it's kind of keeping some of the members out right now because, like you mentioned, the British Bulldog should be in there, and I don't think he's in there. Davy Boy Smith isn't in there for sure. Right, yeah, he should be in there. I don't, I don't think the, like as a tag team, the British Bulldogs really didn't do a lot, you know. But Davey definitely was much more successful as a singles wrestler. It's crazy because in their Attitude Era, they came back and they held every championship at one point, right? On the card, yeah. So even though the like Brett and Anvil only held it twice, that's Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame tag team, and a very for sure. Big influential tag team, especially how it catapulted uh, Brett into his singles career. Well, in an, in an era, especially in the era when they were a tag team, when tag teams actually still mattered. Yes, dude. Going back and watching these matches, you realize why people loved wrestling back in the day and felt well. People still do, but like that's, for the wrestling. Mm-hmm. That's why I loved. That, that growing up in that era and getting into to wrestling in the end of the, the 80s and the beginning of the 90s and shit, like, that's why I love tag team wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like, I missed a lot of the, the early 80s and the 70s tag team wrestling with the with the Freebirds and shit like that, but I still caught the LOD, who are still my favorite tag team of all time, and the Demolition, the end of the Heart Foundation, um, 
oh shit. Uh, I don't know. Other, other, there were other good tag teams still in the time, but that was when they good organization Harlem Heat shit like that and WCW. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when organizations still cared about tag teams. Vince don't give a fuck about the tag team divisions now. No, dude. Right now you have the B team, which is a joke gimmick that got over with the crowd, so they decided to put the titles on them. And no offense to the two guys that are wrestling, they're great dudes. It's Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel both sons of legends. Right. They deserve to have championships, but not in the manner that they have them now, just because they gave them a gimmick as the Miz's entourage, and then they separated them, and then they left them as a tag team, and they got over by themselves as the B team. So they're like, fuck it, let's put the titles on them. Let's take advantage of it. When they have such a heavy, heavy roster of good talent that they could put, like, they could put some great tag matches and have some great tag tournaments and make the tag teams' championships matter. But instead, they put it on a joke gimmick that got over, so let's put it on them. It's it's sad. It is. It's really sad. Especially, like, going back and watching the, the caliber of these matches. Like I mentioned, I went back and saw them versus the Brain Busters when they had Bobby the Brain Heenan. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was a badass fucking heel on heel well, the, the Hart Foundation was more over at that time, even though they were they came in as heels against the Brain Busters. But then I also saw the Hart Foundation versus uh, Demolition in a two out of three Falls Count Anywhere in 1990. Yeah. I think it might have been the first or second time the Hart Foundation won their tag team championships. Might have been the second time. But they took it off of Demolition, and it was a badass match. But you, you see the... Legion of Doom come out as well in there. They were like, this is where there was like a three-way feud between tag teams, and they were badass tag teams. Look, Legion of Doom, Demolition, the Hard Foundation. For sure. And Jim even had, like, he found some some success with Owen, too, in the new foundation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they were, when they were wearing the funky shit? Yeah, the, funky, the checkered. Like, golfing stuff? The yeah. checkered. I think, I think that came off because... Owen was in a tag team with Coco Beware called High Energy. So I think Owen started fucking dressing like Coco Beware. Mm. And then Anvil came in. And then Anvil and Owen got together. And it became the new foundation. But they still were dressing like that because it was the 90s. Yeah. But they had really good chemistry together. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it was, uh, it was due to working with Stu. Nightheart. I don't know. I don't know if we mentioned that he. Yeah. He married. He married. Uh, he married, married Brett's sister. Yeah. Yeah. He trained there, so he's been he's been part of the family forever. So. Right. Along with everybody, British. Yeah. So. And... Him being that huge, and then Owen and Brett being the technicians, I guess, of the. Well, of the tag team. Which... You you add for Owen, you add the high flying element that mm-hmm. Brett didn't have. Well, that Owen had to incorporate to be seen. You got to say, hey, look at me. Right. Can't be doing the same shit as, as Brett. Because that, that's what was getting Owen over until the tragedy. Man, it sucks. It, it's awesome seeing that picture, but it sucks seeing the picture at once not too because it's just Brett left. Like, it reminds you. It's like, fuck, Brett Hart's the last one left. Well, and then remember, like, Brett was pretty close to dying about a year ago. Yeah, he submission. He sharpshooter that stroke in the submission. Yeah, he had that fucking 
bad stroke and shit. We thought we were going to lose the Hitman, so. Mm-hmm. And that was due to blood clots from, <clears throat> well, I'm guessing when Goldberg kicked him in the head and gave him the concussion that made him stay out for a while. We had blood clots and shit like that. I'm guessing that would be due to that. I'm not a doctor. But it caused him to have a stroke. Or he just had a stroke. But that, yeah, he was close to death. Yeah. And we were close to we almost lost only, having night, yeah, only having Nightheart in the Tart Foundation. It sucks because he was only 64 years old, too. Yeah. His daughter, Natty. Yeah, she's awesome. She I is. like her. But she's like the undertaker of the backstage. She's kind of... Like takes care of all the all the girls and shit like that. Well, she's been there forever. Yeah, Natty's been in there, you know. Because then they tried to do that revamped Heart Foundation with her and uh, British Bulldogs kid, and I don't know who the fuck Tyson kid is. He's Natty's boyfriend. I think he's married to her. Oh, okay. I didn't know if he was somebody else's kid, and that's why he was in the family. I think he trained there as well at the at the dungeon, and then he started going out with Natty. Okay, <laughs> see, because, like, I had heard them talk about, like, certain moments back in the day, like, when the whole family was in the ring, and, like, them mentioned, I think it was, like, on Colt Cabana's podcast, like, about, you know, Tyson being there and shit like that, and I seen it when I watched it again on the network. So I just thought he was part of the family. Then then you find just, out he's just banging Natty. Yeah, no, that, that's just what it is. He's just been banging Natty for a while. Since I'm, little... I'm pretty sure it's due to training there. Kind of like kind of like Nightheart. Like, kind of like Anvil. He kind of did the same thing. He went to train there, met one of the daughters, boom. This guy uh, went to train there, met Natty, boom. Part of the family. Uh, I mean, it happened like a Davy fucking uh, wasn't. Uh, uh, Isn't that how Pillman was part of the family too? No, I don't think Pillman was married to a daughter. I think he just trained there. Okay, that's why he was part of the. No, the, Heart Foundation. I, I thought it was. Uh, who was Davy's fucking partner in the original British Bulldogs? Um, he died years ago, though. Oh, Dynamite Kid. Fuck. Holy shit. Dynamite Kid, I think he was married to one of the Hart sisters as well. I could be wrong. Oh, okay, so that's how he was associated. Yeah. Yeah. Came over to wrestle for Stu from England, him and Davey. <clears throat> Wham, bam, here's my daughter. Yeah, dude. That's, we're that's we're an awesome family of wrestling. That's so terrible to say. <laughs> <laughs> Wham bam, here's my daughter. <laughs> hey, that's kind of what happened. You know, sort of. Yeah, come train over here. It will happen with Nightheart too. Hey, come because I think he paid him to come train over there. Dude, he, he was almost on an NFL team. Anvil. Oh yeah. I mean, look at him. He, he was a big ass motherfucker. Yeah, setting records in high school and shit. R.I.P. Man, that guy was super young. Super young. Yeah. It's patent devil goatee. Yep. Always fucking pulling on it. That's yeah. Where, that's where I like, uh, yeah. It's kind of where I learned it. I used to fucking micro goatee. I was like. Dude, it was super high energy, too. 
of the tag team. Yeah, he could go. For a big man, he could go. I mean, he didn't have a ton of moves and whatever, but he could definitely he could move well for a big man. I definitely appreciated the two matches I saw today. Yeah, Jim was a Jim could put on a good match. It's just as a singles wrestler, his character what the fuck do you do with him? Yeah. He's not real great at speaking, so it's not like you can put him on the mic a ton. Nah, he's good at being crazy, the the crazy partner. Yeah. That's it. Like if you mm-hmm. go back and watch Heart Foundation interviews and shit, it Jim says a few things and giggles a little bit and like like uh Dastard. Like, calm, calm down, Jim. Calm down a little bit there, Jim. Bring it down a notch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep. R.I.P. Jim. Yeah. R.I.P. So what you been up to, Jeff? Uh, just, dude, I worked a fuckload last week. You've been working a bunch of OT. Yeah, I worked a ton of OT. I'm uh, still tired from last week. But uh, I went to a friend of mine hosts this really big event that goes on every couple of months. And it's like a, a big 90s party. He has four DJs that play only music from the 90s, mostly hip hop and R&B, pretty much all hip hop and R&B. And uh, they just rotate sets and then at the end of the night they do some cool shit where like one will start playing a song and it'll fade in and the next person will hit something and they just kind of go back and forth but uh it sells out every time it happens so it's pretty cool every once in a while i get to go down there and another friend of mine was back in town that i haven't seen in like over a year so i gotta go kick it with him i got home at like four o'clock in the morning damn because you had to drive back yeah i had to drive back you know it's like a 35 40 minute drive from Grand Rapids back to Muskegon. Okay. And so yeah, I got home about two and a half hours shy of when I woke up the day before. Oh, yeah. Sounds tiring, especially with all that OT on top. I slept hard till like 12:30 on Sunday. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I got a good solid 8 hours in and then I went to bed fairly early Sunday. <laughs> did a lot of dabs while I was awake, so I passed the fuck out. Gotta recover. Yeah, man. Watch Deadpool. Watched, uh, watched Avengers last week, I think. Just waiting for Solo to come out so I can rewatch that again. When does that come out? Uh, it's gotta be soon. It's gotta be soon. Probably in the next week or two, because... Deadpool just hit digital last week. Avengers just hit. I mean, I'm probably going to go buy the. Yeah. I need to go buy the steel book. Yeah, that was to say that just hit uh, hard copy today. Yeah, I have the Xbox One S or whatever, or the Xbox S or whatever. It plays Blu-ray, so. Yeah. Well, no, it plays. Sorry, 4K. Well, has 4K capabilities because Blu-ray players don't play 4K, right? No, nah, Blu-ray players don't play 4K. God damn it! When are they gonna stop? Can't they just give us? I, they have it, all right. 
I know they do. They have the technology to fucking see everything and zoom in to fucking see the hair on your fucking skin. They don't give it to us. Eventually. I mean, it, yeah. dude. Little um, by little, they will. So we have to keep fucking upgrading TVs. I've watched, a, I mean, I bought a 4K TV about a year ago. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely great for watching football and shit on. Like, that's, I've only watched a few 4K movies. But the age, you know, the HD quality on that for watching sports and shit is is pretty great. I do want a bigger TV, and my TV stand broke, and it's kind of old because the top is heavy, so like it snapped off the stand that it came with. So that's good. That's reason enough to get a bigger TV yeah. to upgrade to like a sixty inch or something. There you go. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I did. I went to the fifty five last year. Just cover over there everything, the whole wall. Yep. Uh, like a pimp trying to figure out a few life uh life situations and that's about it man nice about you we've been uh been hustling and bustling last week uh yeah been holding down the fort here at the at the full hill studios the whole house i've been my parents are gone so i have to take on a bunch of responsibilities i don't want to fucking take on <laughs> i have to water a bunch of fucking plants I don't know if when you came there was no garden because everything was dead. Yeah, I it was still it was still fairly cold. Mm-hmm. My mom loves her fucking garden and she has a lot of potted plants that she brings in during the winter, Word. so they don't completely die. And now they're outside, dude. I had no idea how much fucking work they are because I'm like, oh, you water them like grass? Nah, nah. They're plants. They're not like grass. Yeah, they man. they need a lot more water. And my mom has like a jungle. Like, dude, it takes up half. Her plants drop over the whole gate halfway into the fucking sidewalk. People have to go around my mom's plants, but they don't care because they're so like they're really beautiful. They're like they open up and they're fucking super uh, big plants. They're white. She's got a bunch of different colors, little plants. She's in like a tree in the middle. She's got a, a nice garden, That's and people always like stand and admire it. And they're like, oh, it's nice. Sometimes they steal her plants, and she's got to yell at people like, hey, stop picking the plants. So I've had to make sure that that's watered every fucking day. Yeah, man. All the can't little let it die. The dogs. I, I was now I'm in charge of two shit machines <laughs> and shit and piss machines, and I have to feed them and then pick up their shit and fucking piss and take. Well, I take them out as much as I can, but you know I, I work and I fucking do a lot of other shit. So I take them out and they're they still. You know, you take them out, but still they piss inside the house sometimes. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, fuck it, I got to piss. So I've had to deal with that. And then I have my nephews that live with us. They're old, but they don't, not old, old. They're like 18, 19, but they don't cook for themselves. And it's not a hassle, but, you know, you still have to cook for other people and do other shit. Right. And just make sure that the fort is being held down. Cleaning, 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 I guess, is a big part, too, that I'm not liking. Just because I'm used to cleaning my little little room, not to clean the whole fucking house. Right. Everything. Yeah, you used to just having to clean your space. Yeah, because my nephews came over Sunday to, so we can have a gr- uh, cookout because we grill out every Sunday even though my parents are gone. Yeah, Still yeah. brought them over hamburgers. The little girls had fucking popsicles and, you know, they're watching cartoons and dripping everywhere. And then you go and you do after they leave and you walk around and it's, it's just fucking sticky everywhere. So you got to mop and. Oh. A lot of extra shit. You're right. A lot right. of little extra shit. Dude, so last Friday we had a, a cookout at work. 
um, they had like a potluck and and they bought like a bunch of hamburgers and shit. So I got volunteered to grill because I used to cook. So hey, here you go. It's fine, whatever. I got me out of there, but I'm cooking these pre-made frozen patties from like the the restaurant food supply store. So I mean they're good they're good burgers or whatever, but they're frozen and fucking start and throwing right on the grill and they start to thawing and greasing and yeah. fucking flare up. So I'm trying to like get them out of the way of the flare up and I lost fucking part of an eyebrow. Dude, and it, and it, it sucks when you some of my beard and shit. <laughs> Like, bro, it sucks. It sucks throwing those on there because it's hard cooking those because they're thawing as they're cooking. So, I, you know, working at restaurants, you have your method of cooking ground beef and looking at it to see it's cooked past a certain point. That way you can flip it. That way it cooks the other half and it's nice and juicy and it tastes good. And it's not, it's really hard when it's fucking frozen to do that. It's almost impossible because it's frozen. So, you're going to get a cooked patty, but. I'm cooking it all the way through, and it's going to be kind of dry, motherfucker. All right, this shit was frozen. I managed to pull it off. I managed to keep them still juicy. even with. I mean, a few of them got kind of burned with the flare-up. There was nothing I could do. The whole fucking thing was Yeah, like, dude, well, they're frozen. But, you, you want to, they want raw burgers or what? <laughs> but I was out there cooking burgers for like two hours, bro. Nice. <laughs> so I got paid for that, which is cool. Oh, but, that's awesome. Yeah, I, was, I was just like out there, but except for the part where I burned my fucking... Eyebrows mm-hmm. and part of my. You know what I got as payments? Cleaning I, I got up. To, yeah, I got to clean up everything and then prepare lunch for the next day. <laughs> <laughs> for, for for work. Right. That was my payment. <laughs> and, and they got to go play Mario Party and fucking Nintendo sixty four, and I was like, yeah, nice. This is why I'm never having kids. Word. Because, <laughs> you know, it's not that they're not appreciative. It's just that they, t- you know, it gets taken for granted. Right. Not like I want a big parade, but like, hey, thanks. Let's clean up. Which they do sometimes, but, you know, it's like, what the fuck? Come help out, you assholes. I just cook for everybody. <laughs> Have any help. Right. Well, whatever. It's nice seeing them enjoy their own company, playing video games, and enjoy the food. Them liking the burgers better than fucking going out. Right. Yeah. Hell yeah. Bunch of other shit, too, like chicken for the week. Chicken breast, chopped them up into like strips and then fucking seasoned them. Pretty nice. So nice and juicy for the week. And just salad for for tomorrow. I think it's the last day. And then I have to cook again. Tomorrow I have to cook some more chicken breast for us. Oh, so yeah, yeah, for man. the week. So Friday. And then Friday, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Go out, eat. <laughs> then Saturday, y'all, y'all motherfuckers are on your own. <laughs> yeah, well, they got money, and I'm like, and I go out to eat Saturday, so I'm like, you need to go get food because I'm not cooking. <laughs> <laughs> you better call Recos and have them deliver. Yeah. DiGiorno's house to have like fucking two boxes of three packs of DiGiorno's in the fucking fridge. Yeah. You don't want to cook, just fucking pop one in for 25 minutes. That bitch is thick enough and fucking good enough to. To fill someone up with two, three slices. Yep. So. Yup. It's not been hard, but it's just tiring adding all that other shit. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's a lot of stuff you don't, you're not Normally used do. to doing. And yeah. you're used to just having your time to chill and fucking mm-hmm. record or whatever. I get it. Yeah. I get it. 
had to do, had to do it with my nieces yeah. and nephews too. My parents are back Saturday or Sunday though, so right. Then they're in charge of the dogs and the stupid plants and making <laughs> sure the nephews are alive. I'm just on surveillance. If anything, if I hear anything loud, I fucking turn kill mode on and I go check what's on, what's up. <laughs> so I told, that's what I told my nephews. I'm like, you guys better fucking let me know if your friends are coming over or anything, because. If I turn kill mode on, I don't want to accidentally kill some, kick someone in the face, break their teeth out. <laughs> He's a friend. <laughs> well, your friend's got no more teeth. Yeah, he should have said. He should have sent a text. Kill mode off. Chill. Well. I got nothing else. I'm I'm all caught up on my life for the last week. Yeah, dude, I haven't been doing anything. Work, just no. working more work. I went out. That was my that was my contribution to uh, doing anything besides. Work. Oh, I'm I'm gonna go see Theo Vaughn Thursday. No show Thursday, but I'm gonna go see Theo Vaughn Thursday. That's right. Yes, you are. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be my first visit to the Laugh Factory. Oh, nice. I'm gonna see Theo Vaughn live. Uh, so that's gonna be awesome. <coughs> Nice, and I get dude. to visit the uh, the Laugh Factory. I've never been to like a actually. I've been to theaters and stuff, but never to the like a comedy club here in Chicago or anywhere, pretty much. So that'll be awesome. First comedy club here in Chicago, the Laugh Factory. That'll be and then Theo. Theo's hilarious. Hell yeah! On Thursday, it's an early show, but it's all right. The Laugh Factory is legendary. Mm-hmm. That's what's up, man. I'm excited for that. Yeah. And then Raw's coming fucking in October, probably right around my birthday. So, might go to that too. Shit, look at you. Getting all the shits right before your yeah. birthday. Yeah. So, I'm trying to cut back on the smoking too to have a bunch of cheddar, cheddar. Just to have money to buy whatever the fuck I want. Right. Maybe I'll buy a suit and go all suited up to all these events. Like fuck an important it. business or something. Fuck it. Carry yep. a briefcase full of your important mm-hmm. papers. Yep, or a sandwich. Some crackers. So, yep. That's what Kramer had in his briefcase. Yeah. <laughs> Remember Lionel Hudson? Had, what did he have in his? He had like an apple or something, an apple core. Yeah. When they opened it up one time. Fucking Lionel Hutz. I got Ryan on fucking Curb Your Enthusiasm. Wow. I didn't watch that. I was heard how good it is. Ryan finally it. started watching it. Yeah, it, dude, it's awesome. Well, dude, he loves Seinfeld so much. He right. should be a fan of that. It's the creator of fucking Seinfeld. Yeah, but if if you've never watched Curb, you don't you don't get how or you don't know like you know what you're gonna get into, but you don't realize quite what it is until you start it and how much it's like it is Seinfeld on fucking steroids because mm-hmm. you can or Costanza on steroids basically, and then you get the uncensored version of George Costanza. So. It's great. Ryan Ryan watched uh, Infinity War. Yeah, yeah. We he talked to me about that too. Yeah, day. he's like, man, he's like, it's a really good movie, and I'm like, dude, it's an epic movie. Like, it's not just. Well, to me, it's not just a like superhero movie. No, it's a like, fucking. Well, it's not. Yeah, it's got a good story. It just, it's just got a, a lot of depth to it. It's even a though lot of. It is a superhero movie. It's a lot of finally weaving together. 10 years of stories. Yeah. 
I've seen it now three times, and I want to watch it again. Well, that's including the theater times. So I've seen it twice in theaters and once at home. I want to get it on. I, I think I'm going to get the 4K version just because I know I'm going to upgrade TVs, and my Xbox is the white one, so it's a 4K player. Yeah, I've just been so, waiting for the opportunity to get a 4K version. Yeah, so I have the, I have the good, I, I have a good enough version. To where I can watch it as many times as I want and still get the, the upgraded version on, because I want the hard fucking right. the hard book, right? So I think that's what I'm gonna do this weekend. I'm gonna go find that at Best Buy. Nice. That's what I'm on the hunt for. Nice. Yeah. I've been, oh, I've been buying a bunch of toys. You've been you've been seeing them. Well, not a bunch, but I've been upgrading my fucking hey, display X-Men. little by little. Your X Men collection's getting bigger. Yeah, well, they keep on releasing fucking Hasbro, man. They're they're stepping up their game apparently because I've I've been getting into them recently, but people have been been having to buy the waves because they've been stepping up the build of figures and their sculpts for their toys. So their toys look a lot better. Their releases have been a lot better, and then their build of figures are a lot better. So you're kind of being forced to buy a lot of their toys now, which right. I guess I got a good time. I've been doing reviews and open unboxings. If you guys want to check that out. But my my collection's been growing. Now I have a little X-Men display that's going to keep growing. And my Avengers one is... I'm not missing too many pieces of the Avengers or the movie Avengers. But I'm going to keep adding to them. I need Bucky and Hawkeye, which they just released a pack of that. Yeah. I, I need, to, say, I need to start adding the Guardians of the Galaxy, too. I'm going to start adding that. Quill and them and shit like that. Nice. Making more battle stands or, like, flight stands for my toys. So oh, it looks yeah. like they're flying and shit. Oh yeah, just get Star Lord flying. Yeah, I like it. I like it, sir. I'm a fucking kid. <laughs> hey man, whatever. I I appreciate it. I get to share in your joy of your hobby, which I also enjoy and just don't collect. So it's it's fun for me. I get to watch you grow a collection that i get to see happen and shit and see what you do with it so and then start arts and crafts and shit yeah the step by the the seeing the progress of, of your arts and crafts stuff is great that that throne progress was awesome thanks especially for your first one man yeah i need. Mean, i've been getting more ideas for more stuff yeah more techniques oh yeah well we don't have a card for like three weeks. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be a while. Yeah, which is weird. It is weird. It's a, it's been a while. I mean, we've had some two week breaks. We don't. It's been a while since we've had a three week. So, mm-hmm. revving it up for that goddamn fall fight schedule. Yep. Summer's over, bitch. <laughs> it comes Dude, it went by quick as fuck. So fucking quick. Not even funny. No, it sucks. Fucking sucks. I goddamn fucking sucks. Uh, uh, hate it. Hate it. Hate winter. Yeah. Although I did. Really I think you get it. I think you get a little bit worse than I do. But yeah, winter sucks. I mean, not much though, bro. Like, we, you might even get hit more, a lot more with snow and shit than we do sometimes because, a lot of times it ends up breaking up coming over the lake. And gets pushed south. 
Yeah, I think I think we get fucked over because we're so close to the lake. It gets cold as the fuck, lake effect. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I, the lake effect. I used to work right next to Five Guys, right next to the down, like on um, the trains right next to the fucking right next to the lake, like five blocks away. Oh my god, dude! You could feel it, like uh-huh. when you would get on the train and then get off the train, like from stop to stop. You're like, oh my god, what the fuck is up over here? And then you're like, oh, right by the lake, closer to the lake. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm I'm even closer now. Right. Yeah, that's that, dude. It's it's a lot different. Like for me, I worked, I live close, kind of close to the lake. Well, I live close to two lakes, and I would drive for my old job at the RV place. I would drive to the other side of town, and like different dude the weather would be slightly different as far as the temperature and sometimes even like it could be raining on my side of town but not on this side of town or snowing or whatever is I'm, I'm fucking by the lakes but yeah fuck winter fuck it but i was reading something today about uh the oh god was it the el nino the weather the weather mm-hmm. pattern that we're supposed to have it looks it looks like we're gonna have an El Nino winter, which means we should have a pretty light winter. Always the Mexican fault, or is it La Nina? I can't remember. Someone <laughs> said somebody Mexican said it was gonna be fault. a good. Somebody sure. said it was gonna be a good winter though. So as long as oh, okay, if I read that, if if that's what I read, I'm cool. I remember 50 degrees in February, and I am all right with that. That'd be nice. Yeah. Hopefully we get a. Hopefully we get a. A good year this year. We get a we catch a break. Yeah, I could use it not being shitty in the winter. I got stuff to do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, shit, we got a fucking quite a bit of news stories. So let's jump into that. UFC two twenty seven's pay per view estimated numbers are in, and it don't look great. Uh, currently estimated at doing three hundred thousand buys. The number was—I mean, it was uh, above most most uh, expectations for the show, and mm-hmm. uh, it drew the largest live li- the largest live crowd the company's ever drawn at the Staples Center in Los Angeles, beating out other major fights such as Matt Hughes and Hoist Gracie and Ronda Rousey and Kat Zingano. I guess that's good. And it's uh if it's if it stays at that place, it's uh same range as the Habib and L fight for third place behind the January and July shows built around the heavyweight title for numbers on the year. So I mean it's good that it was better than expected at least. Um I mean, I didn't think it was going to do 300,000. I really didn't. It's, eh, they're not really, like, huge it, names, so yeah. It should have. I mean, for the, for the magnitude of the fights, mm-hmm. absolutely. But the name value itself, nah. Yeah, especially with the rematches, I think we mentioned. No, and rematches, yeah, yeah. That's, that's That was the thing. But, they, you know, for two title fights, yeah, it should have, but... That's yeah. Those those are the factors. So, but um, but that's good. You know, I'm sure the final numbers might be slightly higher than the estimate. 
that would be a good thing for the UFC. Mm-hmm. But they got some good cards coming up today now, so and some badass fights like to to sell those cards. Some of these cards might be selling. Who knows? Oh, or is the pay per view ever dead, bro? It's hard to say. I mean, you know, we're gonna see a spike in October, obviously, and <clears throat> depending on what happens in November, who's on the who's the main event? I mean, November's stacking up pretty good. I'm not buying that kind of card. What's that? I'm not buying that kind of card. No. They stole my money from McGregor Mayweather. I'm buying. I'm buying this card. <laughs> It didn't uh, steal my money. I never got that shit back. <laughs> Dude, I bought it though as much as I could, but they gave me the runaround. They gave me the runaround, and they're just like, "Ooh, ticket prices for <sighs> UFC 229 were announced." I just see that in my little sidebar. Yeah. Did you see that? Be expensive as fuck. I, Look, I saw that they announced them, but I didn't see the prices. Oh, I'm just gonna open it up to see what the prices are. Aye aye. A fuck ton. It's gonna be in Vegas, right? So here we go. Yep. They list for cheapest starting at two hundred and five dollars, going up to two fifty five, three oh five, three fifty five, four oh five, five fifty five, seven fifty five, one thousand dollars and five or one thousand and five dollars, fifteen oh five, two thousand five dollars, and twenty five zero five. Well, they're kind of like start the the lower price ones are kind of like almost three times what they regularly are. They're like eighty bucks. Yep. So like, well, definitely two times over. The the that's just for when they go on sale. So you got to think what they're gonna do when they hit the fucking scalper market. Yeah. Those two thousand. I don't even know how that works. Like I buy it off a of StubHub. I'm pretty sure that was some. No, I see the last time it was someone that had bought tickets and resold them. I don't know if they're trying to make a profit or just get their money back. There weren't a lot. I paid like eighty something bucks for the UFC but... for your UFC uh-huh. uh, in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't, but they were like so. High here's, level. So here's what happens though. So here's where you get fucked. Things like that, you're not going to get fucked too hard because it's not high demand shit. Sold out shit. Immediately, like, the ticket value doubles. Yeah, and this is going to be a sold-out shit. Right. So, like, for concerts examples, last year when I saw Tool, uh, Tool sold out in 11 minutes. The scalpers got a fuckload of those tickets. And 10 minutes after the they were sold out, they were on the black market for – or on the scalper market for double or triple what I paid for my ticket. Yeah, I was going to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, dude. What do you mean, black market? Well, I mean, it, it basically is the black market. Yeah. The fucking scalpers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because how do they regulate this shit? But I don't know. The, the laws in different in states are different. I deal with them in the fucking toy fucking world, dude. It sucks. Mm-hmm. I still haven't been able to get the Thanos I want from Walmart because I can't find it anywhere because they scooped it up and they're trying to sell it to me for 40 bucks, double the price. I know 40 bucks isn't a lot of money. But I don't want those fucking assholes to win. Right. To drop it down to 30, I might change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of USC 229, the Sugar Show is going to be on the card. That's a great spot for this kid, too. Yeah. Uh, for on them this trying, card to, trying this... to build a star. Here we go. 
Yeah. Uh, Sean O'Malley is returning against Jose Quinos. Quinones. Quinones. Don't, don't God get, damn it. See, don't don't blame yourself because they did not do his name justice. That there's uh, it's an Enya, and then there's a little fucking thing over the end too that they didn't put. So even even for me, I I don't know what those fucking symbols mean, but I know how to pronounce them. So I guess I know what they mean, but I don't know how to use them in different aspects of like writing out like proper fucking Spanish because they phonetically change the word in those in those positions. So that's why it's Quiñones. And that's why it's like it's like when you look at it, it's like it doesn't look like it, but okay. Right. Because they, they missed two phonetic uh symbols on there that should be on there. God that are Spanish. Got it. I probably will still fuck it up anyway later because oh. I don't speak Spanish. Dude, there's a fucking Z in there. What the hell is that? There's a Q and a Z in there. What the fuck? What's going on? <laughs> but yeah, that's a, that's good. That's a good spot for Sean. Good spot for Jose. Great. great yeah, spot. Jose's a tough dude, man. Yeah. He's getting, and Sugar broke his foot, so we're going to have to watch out with breaking limbs and shit. Right. Early on against a tough dude like this guy. It's going to be a good one. Good spot for him to be in. Fucking then for Jose, if he can stop the sugar show, it's a great way to put your name out there. It's bad. I'm rooting for the sugar show, man. You got to root for Sean. He's such, he's just, he's got a lot of talent and he's an exciting fighter. So it makes you want to root for him. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's got the makings of a star as long as he can continue to back it up. <clears throat> the thing that sucks, um, and I didn't, I kind of was thinking about this last week, but we didn't get to talk about it. Is like there's been a lot of these guys that, like we we we've tried to figure out what the problem is and why the UFC cards aren't selling. Well, it's because they're not building any stars, but a lot of times they try, they are trying to build these stars. And then they get derailed mm-hmm. quickly. Like Tom Dukenwah was somebody they were trying to build in as a star and a former champion. And um, uh, Mark Casey. Oh, that's why I thought about it because of uh, because of Shorty Torres getting knocked out. Mm. You know, another guy like they they try to get these dudes and start putting a bunch of hype behind them, and then something happens and they get derailed. Yeah. So it's not – I think I don't think it's continuously for lack of effort. I think they are trying. It's just guys are coming in and – Getting derailed. Different. Yeah, getting derailed. Uh, that That's why I'm rooting for Sean because Me he's too. young talent. A uh, good spot for him to get a, a good knockout win, especially on the Connor card. He's going to get a lot of eyes on him. And if he puts on a good show, gets a knockout, man, he, he's going to – but is it a bad thing because the UFC is going to fucking put him up against someone crazy after this? I think Quinones is is a good test right now. He really handled um, fuck the guy's name I can't pronounce. Sukumantau. Sukumtath. Yeah, that's what that's who he last fought and broke his foot on, right? Uh, Sean O'Malley. Yeah. 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 He beat the beat the piss out of Sukumtath. Yeah, I, I remember that fight, and people were like, is it a little bit too much too soon? Because, well, we've only seen him from the Contender Series, and, like, not on the not, 
not on the regional circuit. Like we hadn't seen O'Malley at all. Like maybe like once or twice before this. Right. And he did good, but it's like, well, we hadn't seen the other people he was facing. So let's let's see what he's made of. Let's let, let's let's put him through the rankings and not just fucking shoot him up that quick. I, I like this matchup. I don't think they're. I I don't think they'll they'll catapult him into like top five. I think mm-hmm. they're setting this up to get him a top fifteen opponent, and so he can break that, and then maybe, maybe even top ten, maybe even top ten. But and I can't see Quinones' toughness could work yeah. against him very yeah. bad, depending on depending on how he takes uh, O'Malley's shots because O'Malley looks like he hits hard. Yeah, he's got great hands, feet. He's tough, man, and he's yeah. exciting. So you got to. They got the makings of something if he can continue this ride. Got his own strain of weed. For sure, yeah. I want some of that sugar show, OG. Ooh-wee. Ooh-wee. Uh, Golden Boy Promotions has applied for its first MMA event in November. So this is really happening. <laughs> this is really happening. They have applied to run a mixed martial arts event in November. Uh, the main event listed on the application is Chuck Liddell versus Tito Ortiz. Three. Those sources told MMA Fighting that the fight has not officially been set. The application states that it will be a Ring TV pay-per-view event. The CSAC plans on approving the event. Commission and uh, Executive Officer Andy Foster told MMA Fighting. Uh... The looked golden at. boy, golden boy, golden boy. Um, to me, to me, if you're golden boy, get some boxers that want to do MMA and start building your stars, man. Have them face off against each other in an M- in MMA things, and then bring bring in low level MMA guys to face your low level MMA guys and build your rankings with your boxing stars. Something different instead of bringing in Chuck and fucking Tito three. Well, I mean, and that that may your your idea may be what they're going to do with the undercard, but you also got to do. I mean, I don't want this fight. Don't get me wrong in what I'm about to say. I don't want to watch this fight. I probably will watch this fight. Yeah, me too. That's what I think. I'm more <laughs> mad at myself because I'm going to watch this fight. Well, I mean, God damn it. Um, but Please don't do this to us, Oscar. I mean, I might not watch it. I'm not gonna probably pay for it. Yeah, me neither. But, uh, watch. but I mean, I am gonna pay for you it. You gotta do, but that's the thing. You gotta do something, right? Right? Yeah, I might pay for it. You gotta do something to bring the people in to catch the, you know, the. You gotta have that main fight with names right. that are gonna draw. Right. You know, I mean, there's a lot of mouth breathers in MMA right. fan base that are gonna be like, oh yeah. Well, you know, the 40-some-year-old just bleed guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, they're, some, they're still out there. Uh, they're going to dust off their tap-out shirts? Oh, God. Probably. I'll dust off mine. I have an old... But uh, the only reason I bought it is because it, it was a badass Mexico one where the letters uh, had the Mexico flag in them, and then it was black, but, like, in the background, it was, like, a gray outline of the Mexican eagle. It was a pretty badass shirt. That's the only reason I bought it. I don't understand the point of doing that fight when Tito got knocked out twice. Like you know what? If, I'm lying. 
Like even uh-huh. if he beats Chuck this time, he beats a fucking old punch drunk older, Chuck. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. And while we know Tito's still been able to fight, so are we gonna do Chuck and Tito four to even the score? Like are we are we setting up for five fights? We What's... already got the title. The fuck Chuck is and going Tito on? four to even the score. That's the it rhymes, bro. You got it. We're going back to the nineties fucking uh <laughs> yep. early two thousand yeah. or the two thousands UFC pay per view model. Where every yeah. pay-per-view had to have a name. Yep. UFC 87 Vengeance. No, I don't remember when they stopped naming them. But... Yeah, I don't either. After 100 or before? I think it might have been before. I'm pretty sure it was before. They had, they they were going for a while, though. Yeah. Like, why don't we just stick to the number? <laughs> Let's just switch it to the numbers. Coming up with these yeah, names. Yeah, I got sucks. nothing else. Like, I went through the whole dictionary. There's nothing else that goes. <laughs> we ran out of words. This news just broke uh, about an hour or about 40 minutes before we started. Uh, Glover Teixeira is injured and out of UFC Sao Paulo due to a shoulder injury. I was surprised he was thrown in there very quick. Quick turnaround. To begin with. Yeah. yeah. Quick like, he got his ass beat. I thought he was going to take like at least three months off and then start talking about fighting. He got beat up pretty bad. Yeah. Well, it kind of makes sense now looking at everything to maybe throw Corey Anderson in there like we were talking about off the air. Yeah, Corey just beat him, so... Yeah, Corey just beat the piss out of Teixeira, and he's got a loss he'd like to get back off of Manawa. <laughs> Five or six. Jimmy was already facing Glover at eight. Might as well. Right, fuck it, let's go. Because, I mean, a bunch of other people are busy. Mm-hmm. Anthony. Jimmy might vouch, or he might go for Blackowitz. Maybe. I, I think he got his ass beat by Blackowitz, if I remember right yeah he did get beat by Blahovitz. we'll see what happens there we'll see who jumps in tag me in brother yeah slap the hand i got the rope oh yeah benson smooth henderson returns to bellator 208 to face sadawad Man, I really, I really like Benson, and he has a very, very well-rounded skill set. I just think he became very safe and started point fighting, and he became a point fighter and hasn't gotten out of that fucking, I don't know, that mentality of I'm gonna win the fight by by points. Didn't I feel like did a Watt fight at the at the Bellator event we saw? I feel like we talked about that guy recently. Ooh, shit. I hit my microphone. Ah. So well, let me see the... Let me check out the card real quick. Bellator. So 196? Uh, which one are you... Which card are you talking about, though? Uh, I'm talking about Bellator 208. 208? Yeah. Just want to see the guy's name. See if I... No, fucking... S- oh my god, sure dog, you piece of shit. <laughs> Update your shit. 208 is uh, Chael Sonnen versus Fedor. They have that, but that's the only match they have up there. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if we were talking about him. I would probably see his name. 
I feel like I talk, we've talked about him. That's why. Because I, I thought maybe he had been in the UFC, but he's on a five-fight win streak in Bellator. So You're probably right, though. I don't, I don't know. I just feel it's it's not a name I've spoken before for no reason. So, Bam. Uh, Derek Lewis is going to be returning for UFC 229 to face Alexander Volkov. After uh, hopefully getting his back issues figured out, he, I heard him on Luke Thomas. I guess it was recorded Monday, and I heard it today. See, he said he had got like twenty shots in his back. He said it was steroids, and then you know, uh, Luke is like, oh, "Was that approved?" Right? He's like, "Yeah, of course." So I don't know if he was kidding around, but like he has some, he's doing some kind of treatment to his back, and he says he needs more stretching, yeah, and weight loss. More of the same that he's been talking about, but not really practicing. They shoot, they shoot steroids, and I have, I've had to get injections and stuff for pain injections to help with uh, the bulging discs and stuff. Back in the day, he, he's saying it's not a bulging disc. He's saying it's a muscle issue. Muscle but... issue, yeah, but the same things like they'll. Mm-hmm. They'll shoot the steroids to help the inflammation of the muscles and the inflammation. If it was a bulging dish, the inflammation around the desk, <clears> shit like that. Big ass fucking long goddamn needle. It's the, they just uh, put into your spine. Yeah, dude, they're huge. Uh, at least, uh, at least for the gives me the heebie-jeebies. Oh, uh, the fucking I like you can kind of see because you're laying on like an X-ray table. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of see over in the cor- one of the corners, like the X-ray, the the camera view of the X-ray, uh, and I can see the needle in my spine. Oh no! But they usually give me Valium before I do it, so I'm kind of fucked up. Ah, uh, really so you're gone. Yeah, I mean you can still feel it. It burns when they inject that fucking shit in your back. Mm-hmm. But you're just relaxed enough, so you're not fucking. Yeah, yeah. But I've never had twenty. Shots at the, the time or whatever, so... A treatment. He said his back wasn't 100% yet, but he said he just recently got him, so... He said it's still kind of weird from the shots themselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the quotes. It wasn't stem cells or nothing like that. It was something... <laughs> they shot me 20 times in one spot. It was some type of steroids. End quote. Derek Lewis. I love that dude. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> In the back, eating fucking ribs before a fight. Jesus Christ. Got to recover, bro. Uh, The holder of my favorite walkout in UFC history. And if you go back, I can't remember what episode. I'd have to look up the number. But we went back and did an episode, a topic discussion back with Dave and Ryan of our top five UFC walkouts. And my number one was Tom Lawler with uh, with his tribute. Because he always did wrestling ones. And he did uh, for for 196, I think it was. Uh, he came out to like a prayer by Madonna, like Grado. Yeah. He did the Grado. It was okay. fucking epic. Because all the because he was on the undercard of Conor McGregor's fight. Yeah. So the Irish over there, they know the fucking deal with Grado. And so they were all singing along to like a prayer and shit. It was fucking awesome. One time he came out as Conor McGregor, right? For the way in, he came out as Conor yeah. McGregor, yeah. Yeah, he had a tiger on the chest or like a picture of it. Yeah, he's come out to, like his walkout music, he's come out to Hulk Hogan with the... 
with the red, with the bandana and shit. Yeah, yeah. Grado's entrance was my favorite because I got the fucking the joke because I had been exposed to Grado. That's what's up. Due to due to Tom Lawler, well, actually, it was because I used to listen to Tom and uh, Front Row Brian used to have a podcast Mm -hmm. for a little while. And I listened. I used to listen to it. It was actually really good. I don't know why they stopped doing it. I guess Tom got busy with pro wrestling. But Tom talked about Grado, and that's like how I I, I like went and looked the dude up. And so when he did it, I was like, ah, oh, shit, got it. So that was cool. But anyway, uh, Tom was released by the UFC just before the expiration of his USADA suspension. Which is weird because it's like kind of keeping him from going to Ryzen or something. You know, just keeping his contract. Well, they released him. But they should have released him beforehand. Yeah, that's true. But I don't I don't know if Tom was, like, looking to really go fight. He'd been wrestling a lot. Yeah, but I don't think he knew that the UFC was really going to release him, though. I don't know if he knew it was going to be that far. No, I don't think, uh, I don't think so either. Um... Yeah, I mean Tom was a Tom was a fan favorite, but not, I mean, not a great record. Six and five record in the UFC in his last fight, two thousand sixteen. Close loss to Corey. Um. I mean, it's good for him now. At least he can continue his mixed martial arts career. Bell, he'll, he definitely got a spot in Bellator. Yeah, Bellator, he'll go to Ryzen so he can maybe work in Japan yeah. and wrestle in Japan. In Japan Pro Wrestling, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is, uh, Lawler gained popularity in the UFC uh, for his weigh-in costumes. He would come out and mimic different characters, including Hulk Hogan, Apollo Creed, Dan Severin, uh... And the Shockmaster, among others, along with Conor McGregor. The Shockmaster. Fuck yeah, <laughs> Filthy. I always liked Filthy. I always liked Filthy from his time on the the Ultimate Fighter. Just his yeah, he's an exciting fighter. Hey, he just, I just liked his personality. He didn't give a fuck. Just wanted to fight. Just didn't give a fuck. Yep, just wanted to scrap. Um, two more stories. Ben Wynn versus Wilson Hayes targeted for UFC Adelaide. Um, December 1st is the fight UFC Adelaide. All right. Uh, Wynn is looking to rebound from a third round su- submission loss to Juicy Formiga back in February that snapped his two fight winning streak. Uh, Hayes is on a three-fight losing streak going back to his loss to Demetrius Johnson and Henry Cejudo. Uh, and then prior decision to John Moraga. So it's kind of a loser-leaves-town fight, maybe, it looks like. Damn. Well, more so for Wilson Hayes. 
Ben's only Get out of one. my town, vermin. Right. Uh, last story of the night. Uh, Gleison Tebow has uh, parts ways with the UFC. After 28, 28 fights in the octagon. Uh, the UFC has chose not to re-sign him when his contract expired after his last fight. Okay. Uh, he said he has yet to sign with another promotion, but has received offers from all around the world. <laughs> right off the bat, uh, he says, quote, there are many offers coming, but nothing is set yet. Ryzen has offered me a fight with Takanori Gomi on two weeks' notice, but I was in Brazil. I was taking care of my cookie business and wasn't even training, so I couldn't take it. ACB also sent me an offer, but they canceled some cards, so I turned it down. Bellator asked me to <clears throat> to wait a little bit, but they're interested. There's also a promotion from Abu Dhabi, another one from Russia. I will sign one fight deal, so I will remain free. Ryzen makes the most sense, so he can uh, go do steroids. <laughs> okay, yeah. Because he's going to get tested in Bellator. They do have a testing system there. It's not as fucking bad as Usado, but they still test their athletes to a certain extent, I'm guessing. Yeah, they do. The, the state commissions do more, so they don't have a... It's kind of like what the USC used to do, where you just kind of winked and were like, "Yeah, if you pass here, good, mm -hmm. good on you." But yeah, they don't have a governing body. Yeah, but if you want to test them, if you want to try and stay legit, he'll probably go to Bellator. Yeah, but I mean, does he really care about trying to stay legit at this point, or if it's about making money? Yeah, T-Ball's old as fuck. Mm -hmm. You might as well go where you can juice and get paid, because the Japanese are gonna pay. Yeah, he had, he definitely has not looked anything like himself recently. Nope, Usada killed a, that shit. Yeah. Usada killed that shit. Just like <laughs> just like they'd kill everything. But 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 Oh uh Tony Ferguson's back cleared the train. Oh, yeah. The Ferg. T Ferg. The Ferg. So, You're a hometown hero. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not from California, bro. He's from Michigan. No, he's not. He's from California. Born and raised. Not born. Raised, yes. But not Michigan born. wrestler. True. Grand Valley State alumni along with Kevin Lee. <clears throat> Different years. And there was another guy that's on Grand, from Grand Valley that's in the UFC right now, too. Cody Stamen, I think. Yeah, um, I say heal up, bro. Heal up, heal up, heal up. Take takes a little bit. Take a little bit more time. I know you want to come back, but four months and what, like four days, is not enough for a fucking. Well, I don't know, man. They've made a lot of progress in yeah. medical technologies that shit's becoming <clears throat> and healing a lot faster with stem cells and new methods and new technologies that I'm not aware of because I've never done that. I only, I've broken a bone. Right. So that's a, that's a, that's as far as the extent I know and like some physical therapy, but 
mine took like a whole year because they had to go in and re-break it because I was I was still growing. I was like third. I was fourteen, so I was still a young boy growing. So my bones were like, I don't know. There was a complication, so I had to go in and re-break it because it was gonna grow on crooked. Uh-huh. But like I said, there's new fucking methods now, especially with lig- ligaments. I don't know. Four months and four days seems very very rushed to me. I mean, I don't see. I don't see him taking a fight outside of the winner of Khabib and Connor, and that's not going to take place for a few more months. So he's still got some more time to to heal up, but he's just I, cause I mean, who else is he going to fight? Diaz fights in December. That that's a fight that can make him some money. Um, yeah, Poirier's got a fight. He's you know he's sitting at number two, so you're not gonna run back him and Kevin Lee. No, Kevin called out Ally Quinta, so I thought he wanted Betis. Uh, yeah. Well, I I well I don't know. This was before UFC 227 happened, but there was something I was watching on YouTube yesterday. Oh, okay, um, I saw something that, that wasn't official. That's why I didn't bring anything up like that. But I, I, I saw that uh, this Lee wanted uh, Anthony Pettis next. It, it could be because Pettis at least will express interest in fighting. Al hates the UFC, so he never wants to fight anyway. Yeah. Um. So that you that could absolutely be right. But this was just something I saw when he was doing an interview that he had said, you know, I'll fight Al. Because they have like bad blood or some shit, so yeah, they've talked shit about each other on aerials a bunch. Yeah, so whatever though. Uh, my only, th- I don't know, man. Tony needs to stop fucking posing for pictures with that goddamn belt. <clears throat> Just let it go, bro. You were the interim champion for five minutes. Just. Say you're coming to get the belt, but you don't need to put your fake champ belt behind you. That no, he's just, had it with him the whole time. I know, and it looks super douchey. It looks so douchey. Connor should carry around his. Connor's not carrying around all of his. I know, I'm saying he should. I mean, the featherweight one. The... Kobe still carries around his, and that's because he's a douche. Yeah, well, Connor would put need... it on the president. Connor would have three. Connor would have three. He could he could walk around with his fake belt from one forty five, his real belt from one forty five, and then his one fifty five belt. Oh yeah, he could walk around through UFC belts if he wanted to. Yeah, he hasn't lost any of them. Nope. Sure hasn't. What was your reactions to fucking Connor and Habib finally getting taken or made? Um, I'm super excited, but I don't want to be negative, Nancy. But we've always had some. Look, I'm just, I'm just putting out facts out there, man. Habib has missed a lot of shit. Yep. Either due to weight cuts or injuries or something has come up, and it's just, it's, it's happened a lot. I know him and Tony had a back and forth where they were both were injury for injury or canceling for canceling. He's made Connor, it his last couple Connor, fights though. Yeah, Connor at least always comes out. So. Hopefully they both come out, and I'm I'm super excited for the fight, and I really hope it happens. Me too. 
I'm definitely going to do a fucking fight companion for that. And the build-up for that is insane. It's good for MMA. It's good for us. We have more shit to talk about. We, it's just... Uh, I forgot. I think it was on Luke Thomas, and he put it very well. He's like, just double-check your sources and make sure anything about Connor is real because there's going to be a lot of fake news, especially with a lot of attention being drawn towards the fight because he is such a celebrity. Did you watch the uh, the press conference on Friday? Where they when they made the, where the announcement was made? Yeah, I mean not not yeah. just that, but did you watch the whole press conference? Um, not when they did the first stare offs, but when they were talking to fuck, they were talking to someone, but like in the middle of it, I came through. Okay, so. I, the only reason I ask is because, like, right away, first question, or second question, basically, uh, Josh, I can't think of his last name, so he's a reporter, asked Dana about the fucking, if there was a, he's like, hey, so uh, you got a, you got another video package that you want to roll out real quick or anything? And, cause Connor, I think that's right around when I came out. Because Connor released that video an hour before the press conference of him, like, fucking laughing and whatever on uh instagram or his on twitter that was okay. blown up so yeah there was yeah, a video see, that, that friday i was dropping off my parents and then picking up some bud oh okay and so, then you you hit me up you're like oh the press conference and i'm like oh give me the link and you're like oh it's on it's on fight pass and then i jumped over to fight pass okay <clears throat> yeah connor had, connor had dropped that video on instagram or twitter or something or both like an hour before the, and it was just promo style video. Didn't say anything, and then it just was him laughing. And then, so yeah, the dude comes right out the shoot and asked Dana, and Dana played it cool. He was like, "Nah, man." He's like, "You see either one of them here?" Nope. We ain't got no fight. Next question. We also didn't see Nate though. Nate was <laughs> late as fuck. Yeah, Nate yeah. was pissed too. God, and then they still pissed. made they still made it a big deal. They still posed them off and everything. They stopped yeah. everything, posed them off, and, and then Nate <clears> got pissed because Connor got the fucking top billing. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, Nate, you haven't fought in two years. Stop being a bitch. Just fight. Just fight. God damn it! You're gonna get your trilogy yeah. fight. You're gonna get your trilogy fight. You're gonna get paid. Shut but is this a money ploy? A lot of a lot of people are talking about it now. Like, oh, is the fight off? What does this mean? Is he fighting? And then everyone's like, well, Poirier said he's not fighting either, so this is real. So it just makes pe- to me it just makes people talk about it more. I I do think he's gonna fight. Yeah. I just think it builds up the fight a little bit more. Nate's just, I mean, Nick used to do all this bullshit too. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Nate Nate is just a next level of Nick. Yeah, he's learned. Mm-hmm. He has. I got nothing else, man. We uh, we managed to almost make this a regular length show with just news and shit. Boom, boom. I I got nothing else besides R.I.P. Anvil. Yeah, R.I.P. Jim. Thanks for the memories. That's gonna wrap it up, brother. Have a have a great time at Theo Vaughn, man. Oh yeah, on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Keep on forgetting, and then I remember, and I get happy again. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Yeah. All right. Kick it, YouTubes. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's not. It's not there it is. Yeah. 
There we go. As always, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate the support. Make sure you're going over to the Full Hill Podcast. Giving those five-star reviews. Subscribe. Rate. Hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Boom. Yeah. Chew. We'll see you guys next week. We'll be back to cover some more news and talk some more bullshit. See you.